Hey y'all, you're listening to The Coffee Shop, and I'm your host, Lindsay Acosta. If you know me, then you know that I love coffee, and The Coffee Shop is where I've had some of my favorite and hardest conversations. I've laughed, cried, mourned, and rejoiced with friends as we sat across from one another, a coffee between us. So I hope you'll pull up a chair to my table and have conversations with me as I talk about all things Jesus related in hopes that it will equip, teach, and empower you in your walk with the Lord. Welcome to the coffee shop. All right, y'all, I got a word for you today. Um, it's actually a word for myself, but it was a really good one. So I wanted it, I wanted to bring it to y'all too. Maybe it'll help you guys. Um, just something that the Lord laid on my heart. Um, as of a few days ago, I've been going through um something recently. Um it's nothing serious, but um, I don't know, maybe I'll talk about it at the end of the episode. Anyway, so um basically I was reading in Zechariah, and if you don't know about that book, um, it's really, a lot of it is prophecy uh, for the Israelites. Some of it um, was like a few years from when it was spoken, uh, that prophecy, and then uh, some of it was the foretelling of Jesus, and then uh, some of it is also things that haven't even happened yet. So, a lot of it was prophecy, and um, I actually had to do a ton of research, like, as far as commentary, because it was a lot to read, it was a lot to understand, and I needed help, so, um, but as you get towards the end of Zechariah, he starts talking about this prophecy that is for time, for a time that hasn't happened yet, and he starts talking about how one day, well, the Lord is telling him this, and he's telling Zechariah, and he's saying that uh, one day there is going to be a great mourning across the land of Israel. Like, everybody is going to be in mourning, like all the Israelites, all the Jews. And, and again, this hasn't happened yet. He's talking about every Jew all across the land of Israel. There will be a great mourning across the land, just as there was when King Josiah died. Um, and it's because they're going to realize that Jesus is the Messiah. He is who he said he was and that they played a hand or they played a role in his crucifixion. And they're going to feel convicted of that. They're going to feel shame because of that. And they're going to mourn their, the part that they played in his death. And then there's going to be like a great repentance when they realize that, um, you know, Jesus was the Messiah and he came to save us all. And um, like as as a Christian, because there's a difference between the Christians and the Jews, um, no hate to any of my Jewish listeners, friends, all that. We just have different beliefs and that's, it, it just is what it is, part of life. Um, for me, being a Christian, it's very hard for me to understand why people don't believe Jesus is who he said he was, that he's like the Messiah. Like, it just makes sense to me. Like, oh, he fulfilled all these prophecies. Like he did, he was risen from the dead. Like, I don't know, it's, as a Christian and as a person of faith, I just, it's very easy for me to believe that. And also because of things that have happened in my life to confirm that for me. 
And I started praying about it because I was just struggling with that aspect of it. Like, why, why didn't the Jews believe that Jesus was Messiah? And why don't they believe that now? And like, firsthand knowledge will tell you that like, he did not fill the the prophecies in a way that they thought he would or thought he should. And that's actually why they crucified him in the first place, because the Jews, when the prophecies were spoken about a savior, about a Messiah, they believed that the Messiah would come and overthrow the government and that they, and that he would reign in Jerusalem in the natural, which is not wrong. That is going to happen. But when Jesus came and he was like changing all of these things about their about their thought process and their and their religion and their theology and things like that. Um, they really thought that he was going to overthrow the Roman government. And when he didn't do that, they decided to let the Romans crucify Jesus because they realized like he's not doing what we think he should do, what we believe that he should be doing as a Messiah. So he must be a prophet. And so that is what ultimately, because like when you look at the scriptures, you see that like one day they were in love with Jesus. They loved listening to him. Like people were flocking to him. And then the next day they were crucifying him. And it never made sense to me. And finally I got that answer when I realized like, and when I was told um, that it was because he did not overthrow the Roman government like the Jews wanted him to. They thought it was going to be in the natural And when that didn't happen, they crucified him. And again, you know, Jewish people don't believe that Jesus is the Messiah because they feel like he has not fulfilled the prophecies in the way that they think he should fulfill them or that the Messiah would fill them. And um, again, I just really struggled with that. I was just kind of praying about it. Um, I just wanted the Lord to like, I don't know, open up my eyes to like, I, we were just having a conversation. It wasn't necessarily like, oh, God, I need to have this answer. It was just like, I'm just talking to him about it. Like, it's a struggle for me to understand that. And that's when the Lord just really spoke to me. And he said, it's because they put me in a box. And I know that that sounds really weird. And it's probably something that you've also heard. Like, people will a lot of times say, oh, don't put the Lord in a box. Um, but that is what they did. Like, from... The get-go, the Israelites has have always put God in a box. They wanted miracles done in the way they thought it should be done. And if it wasn't done that way, then it wasn't a miracle or wasn't good enough. Or they just weren't going to believe. Like, even the fact that he sent manna down from heaven for them, specifically for them. Manna had never been on the earth before until that moment. And they still complained in the desert because it wasn't what they wanted. They weren't in the promised land yet. It wasn't the miracle that they wanted. And so they kept putting him in a box. And then when Jesus came and he didn't throw, he didn't overthrow the Roman Empire, well, he's not the Messiah because he didn't fulfill the prophecies in the way we want him to fulfill it, in the way we think he should fulfill it. When instead, like when they, what they didn't realize was that it was so much greater than that. It was such a greater miracle than just overthrowing some natural government he was overthrowing death he was overthrowing sin he was overthrowing satan and he was making a way for us to live with the lord for all eternity but they didn't understand that because they had put him in a box 
and um you know something that uh, this okay so let me just say this the thing that i was talking about earlier like the thing that i'm going through we're currently um looking to buy this house um and as of right now it's under like as of now me recording this we're under contract thank the lord but um like all of these things happen. I'm not going to get into it, but all these things happen. And it really just felt like a divine appointment. Like, mind you, we're not even looking to buy a house, but it just kind of fell in our laps. All of these things lined up. And I really felt like it was something that the Lord had a hand in. But then there was like this, this voice in the back of my head that kept telling me like, is it really God? Did God really do these things? Like, this has nothing to do with the spiritual realm. Um, this has nothing to do with your spiritual walk. It's buying a house. That's natural. That's a natural thing. Why would the Lord be behind that? And like it it almost felt silly to believe that the Lord could be orchestrating us getting this house. And so like I was really battling with that. And I just felt the Lord tell me like that same day, you're putting me in a box because you're assuming that I am not playing a hand in this, that it might be so silly that I would play a hand in this. And you're putting me in a box because you think that I can't move in the natural in some marvelous way, like that I can only move in the supernatural, that I can only move in the spiritual realm. And I just felt like him telling me at some point, you can't just say you have faith. You're going to have to actually show me you have faith. And Lord have mercy, I wasn't ready for that one because like that's that's hard to do. Um, and it really just struck a nerve, to be honest, because I wasn't ready to do that. I was ready to say like, I was ready to pray, Lord, we really want this house. I believe it's from you. But if it's not your will, don't let it be. That's always our fallback. Our fallback is always but only if it's your will. And I feel like it's not because that's what we're actually praying. We're not actually praying. It's your, we hope it's your will. That's just our scapegoat so that we don't look like idiots. If it doesn't happen the way we want it to happen. And we, we put him in this box and we just assume he can't do something or that because it didn't happen in the way we want it to happen, that he didn't perform a miracle. Like whether we get this house or not, it's still a miracle because he might be setting us up for something else that we don't see, or he might be protecting us from something that we don't see. And we needed to go through this season in order to learn to actually walk by faith and not just speak in faith, because it's not enough to speak in faith. You also have to act in faith. You can't just believe that God can do these things and then not walk it out. So for the next two days, I had spent, like, from the time that we started looking at this house, uh, we made an offer. We felt like, I, we felt really good about it. And I felt like the Lord telling me, sit down and make a list of everything that needs to be cleaned and everything that needs to be fixed in your current house. And I was like, uh, Lord, are we getting ahead of ourselves? Like, they haven't even accepted our offer. Um, we don't even know if we have this house yet. Like, we don't know what's happening. Like, feels uh, feels a bit much. Like, feels like we're having a quick response to that. And he just reminded me, don't put me in a box. You either believe or you don't believe that this is for me. So what is your works going to say? Like, are you going to walk by faith? And so I sat down, I, I pushed 
that voice that was telling me it's not from the Lord. You, you are so silly for thinking that it's silly for a naive to think that you should be making a list of things to clean before you even know if that house is yours. It, and so I did, I just, I pushed that voice aside and I sat down and I made a list of everything that needed to be cleaned and everything that we needed to fix up. And then today I started cleaning those things. Um, and I even started thinking about like what we, what we would be packing up and, um, like things that we would be selling and, and things like that. Like I really decided to change my perspective and to really start thinking that this was actually going to happen. I was actually, I decided that I was going to believe what I felt like my spirit was telling me. I felt like my spirit was telling me this is from the Lord. So walk in it. And I was choosing to believe that whether it came to pass or not, because at the end of the day, that's not up to me. That's up to the Lord. I'm just going to walk in faith because I know what he said to me and I have to believe what he said to me. And so I just started cleaning and I cleaned for about two hours and my husband comes out because he works from home. He comes out and he says, you're doing all the right things because the house, we just um, got put under contract with the house. And I don't know if me doing those things, like stepping out in faith, swayed the outcome thus far. I don't know. Um, but I feel like, you know, we, we just get so wrapped up in assuming that the Lord can only move in certain ways that we miss out on so many things. And, you know, again... Like I've been saying, we put him in this box and we expect like, Lord, I'm praying for this miracle. If it doesn't happen, then it's not a miracle. Just like the Jews were saying, God, overthrow the Jew the Roman government. If it doesn't happen this way, then you've not done the miracle. When in fact, he did the, bi the biggest miracle that he could have done ever. Like he sent Jesus to die for our sins so that we could one day, and then he resurrected him so that one day we could live in eternity with him, in perfection with him, even though we are nowhere near perfect. And, you know, at the end of the day, we either have faith or we don't. And we're either going to walk in that faith or we're not going to. And if you're praying, Lord, I am standing firm on this truth. I'm standing firm on what I feel like you've told me. I'm standing firm on this promise that you have spoken to me. And I'm going to walk it out in faith. I'm going to speak it out as if it is true. I feel like it really changes our faith. And whether he does that thing or not, what have you lost by doing those things? What have you lost by actually walking out in faith? Nothing. You've strengthened your faith with the Lord. You've learned a new lesson. You have learned how to surrender to the Lord. You've learned how to wait upon him. You've learned how to lean on him. All of these things, you haven't lost anything. And who cares if you look silly to the outside world. And like, and honestly, like, if it's close to your heart, it's close to the Lord's heart too. So like, you know, pray about those things. Speak them out. Speak them out as if they are in fact coming to pass. And again, like us praying, but only if it's your will, God, is that 
actually your heart's cry or are you just using it as a backup so you don't look like an idiot if it doesn't happen? And again, if it doesn't happen, that doesn't mean it wasn't a miracle. It just means it wasn't the miracle you thought you should have. Because at the end of the day, you don't know what you need. God knows what you need. So he's going to give you what you need in that moment in time. And you don't know that maybe that moment just wasn't the moment. Maybe I don't get this house right now. But maybe, you know, a few months down the road, we do get the house. And because we walked in faith now, he's going to be able to make it come to pass later. Because maybe, you know, something happens and it falls through. But they know that that offer is still good with us. So later on down the road, they know they can come directly to us and give us that house. And it all comes together nicely or whatever the case is you just don't know what you don't know but god knows and you have to have faith that he knows what he's doing and again you have to stop expecting him to work miracles in a way you think that they should be worked and myself included i'm really bad about it and i um there's actually i can't remember which book it is it's by charles h craft it's either i give you authority or defeating dark angels i want to say it's defeating dark dark angels but In this book, he's talking about how um, this family, their loved one was in the hospital and and that loved one was was dying. The prognosis was not good. And they were so full of faith, Um, just just amazing men and women of the Lord. And they really believed in a miracle. And, um, you know, uh, Dr. Kraft is, is saying how. They were praying all these prayers about him, you know, getting better. Like, Lord, you know, you can work miracles. I know you can do it. Like, I'm speaking this out. Um, we're, we're speaking over his body that you would heal him, that you would do this great work in him. And, you know, that he would be completely healed. Um, but then he, I, I don't remember if it was he or she, but um, that family member ended up dying. And Dr. Kraft really struggled with that because he said, you know, they, they poured their hearts out. They stood on your word. They claimed these things. They used their authority and he still died. Like, I don't understand. And the Lord said they spoke it, but they didn't take action toward it. So basically what was happening was they were speaking all of these things. They were speaking their belief. They were speaking their faith. But while they were doing that, they were making funeral arrangements. They were taking him off of certain medications that would keep him alive. And God said, if they had walked by faith, I would have healed him. But because they didn't actually walk it out, they were not actually utilizing their authority. They weren't actually speaking in faith. They were just being like, they were being hopeful, but they weren't actually believing it. And I don't know how much our actions dictate what the Lord does and doesn't do. But I also know, like I've said before, at some point, speaking out in faith isn't enough. You have to follow it up with action. If you truly believe that God is who he said he was, that he would do what he said he would do, take action toward that. Walk by faith. Stop being so concerned with him doing things in the spiritual realm and start acting like they're about to happen in the natural realm. Because the Lord is Lord of all of it. And whether that miracle happens in the way you want it to or in the way that he needs it to happen, it's a miracle nonetheless. The manna falling from heaven was a miracle nonetheless, whether they were happy with it or not, whether the Israelites were happy with it or not. 
They were mad because they weren't already in the promised land, but he was still providing them with something that they needed. It just wasn't the miracle they wanted. And I think at some point we have to ask ourselves, are our actions speaking louder than our words? Uh, it's as simple as that. Are we following up our faith with action or with... Thanks for listening to this week's episode on The Coffee Shop. I'd love to connect with you more on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. See y'all next week.